five, four, three, two, fun. Welcome to another episode of the Ready, Set, Pwn podcast, your premier podcast to do with everything with the Vancouver Titans and the Toronto Defiant. I am Chris at Lightforce, the voice coming to you only a few days after the last, I'm still a little bit angry, probably still an old man, joined virtually <laughs> as always by Omni at Omni Strife. Welcome, Omni. Hello, hello. It's uh, It's been a long time since you and I chatted. Yeah, it's been, it's been a long time. It feels like it's been... A week? Not even. Not even. <laughs> I mean, it's. It was. I was actually sort of going through, like, to make sure, you know, since our last episode, what has happened, and I'm like, really, it's only been a, a few days. So, yeah, hmm, not a lot of things are happening, but it's definitely getting warmer and warmer and warmer. I'm, I'm just about ready to melt. As am I. In fact, I believe I started to melt today. Um, it, it wasn't like heat dome temperature like that was that was obscene but yeah it's getting warm again um i miss my my temperate summers of my youth i get when, it when we'd get like rain maybe once every week or two not this uh record here in like metro vancouver where we're at what day 41 without rain mm-hmm. or noticeable rain like don't count like the trace that might appear in the air but brutal it has been it has been a, a rough spell. Um, speaking of rough spells, um, the Overwatch League, um, maybe not in a bad spot, but uh, Activision Blizzard continues to be, and we'll talk a little bit about that again. It's only been a few days, and there is still more to yeah. talk about. Yikes! Part two. Yeah, so we'll, we'll get into that uh, by weekend for both the Titans and the Defiant. So not a whole lot going on in the home camp, uh, but there is Overwatch League action. The Countdown Cup. Uh, stage starts so we'll uh, mm. we'll go through the the matches to watch and uh, anything else that we can think of in this episode so with no further ado let's uh let's just start pushing this payload moving the payload join me so i've had some time to think on me I've, I've had some time to reflect um from that last episode i was upset i think by the end of the show uh, you could probably sense as a listener my my energy was waning um and i must share that those of you who reached out to me to tell me how what Omni and I said, you know, really resonated with you and, and, and spoke with our speaking with conviction, um, you know, provided you some, you know, semblance of, uh, of support within the community. I, I, I am obviously happy that we were able to do so. I would just be much happier if we didn't, and I would be even happier if uh, Activision Blizzard didn't go on double down on what they had already doubled down doing. <sighs> There's no hope. No hope. You know, well, we should not, you know, negate the fact that as of today, we're recording here on a, on a Tuesday evening. The, the company seems to have, uh, you know, seen a light of some sort. But but before we get into the news of, of today, let's talk a little bit about what... Um, you know, what uh, happened. So we shared last episode, um, you know, the horrific news 
that uh, Bloomberg Law had uh, published about this lawsuit in the state of California with Activision Blizzard and how uh, the organization has allegedly been uh, uh, allowing for a discriminatory workplace, one that uh, promotes misogyny and sexual assault, uh, a rape culture. And I'm still quite upset that, that something like that can occur. Cause and I think, you know what I was, I was thinking about was, why am I so upset about this? Cause this isn't, this isn't new. And there have been other organizations where there've been these problems. Yeah. I think you, always... It's exactly the thing before, I, before you continue, like imagine how bad things are that it gotten to the point with like the state of California having to go to court for it. Well, exactly. And I think why I'm, I'm, I got so worked up is I always viewed sort of blizzard as this bastion of the right way. And I mean, it might, might have been misplaced. Uh, maybe been misguided. 20 years ago, maybe. No, I know. But you know what? It, it felt to me like there is this, this company mm-hmm. that's sort of better and does better. And I thought it was Bl- Blizzard. Now, obviously, Blizzard is not the Blizzard we once knew of our youth. Um, it's gone through a number of iterations, including the, yeah. uh, the purchase with, with Vivendi or merger with Vivendi and then the Activision merger. And now, I, I, like, functionally, Blizzard does not exist. Yeah, yeah it's I see. Activision Blizzard, and it's really more Activision than Blizzard. And, and I see what you mean with, like, at least the outwards facing public entity or, or, like, what we perceive Blizzard to be and, like, uh, the products that they have with with Overwatch and then how, like, uh, welcoming and, 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 you know, exactly the opposite the things we hear about now, the details and, you know, the testimonies from all of these employees, they sound exactly the opposite of what, like, they try to, you know, make themselves appear to be as a company. So I, I, I totally get this, uh, dis- disillusionment part. Yeah. But, uh, after they had published this, this scathing response that completely discounted the fact that <laughs> multiple people had complained and made complaints about these workplace practices. And they actually had employees publicly put their own jobs at risk to say, no, this is real. This has happened to me, which speaks loudly because you have to consider that's a person who is ultimately recognizing that what they're saying is in complete opposition to, to management, to senior leadership and knowing that that could possibly cost them their job. And that's, that's how bad it is, is they're willing to risk that. So it blew my mind that uh, Activision decided to have Francis Townsend come out, uh, who happens to be their, I think, CCO for Activision. Um, if you look at her Twitter profile, she's the ex Homeland security and counterterrorism advisor to president Bush, <laughs> uh, CBS news, senior national security analyst, uh, an executive vice president of corporate affairs, corporate, I'm going to assume the security and CCO of Activision. So I don't know if those are all her titles right now, but she essentially comes out and says, Oh no, I've, I only joined this company because of how progressive it is. I'm sure and how, you know, this workplace is nothing like this misguided lawsuit from the state of California. I'm sorry, but I'm thinking you're not one reading the room and two, you're just full of BS. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a nobody in Vancouver has a podcast, but like I, it had, it carried absolutely no weight. Yeah. How, how often does she like tour around the cubicles where, you know, the rest of the employees sit? Oh, good gracious. Who knows? Yeah. 
So, you know, this, this obviously this happened over the course of the weekend. Um, I, I shared this, this video, um, that, uh, surfaced, uh, from a BlizzCon in, in 2010, where a woman got up and asked about the sexualization of female characters in World of Warcraft. And she had asked when, you know, Blizzard would take a stronger stance, um, when it comes to, to equity in game. Mm-hmm. And she described it as like, when is it that we're going to have a multitude of female characters, not ones that look like they walked out of a Victoria's secret catalog. And you had Jalen Brack and, um, Oh, I can't remember what the, the other, um, a member of the wow team's name was off the top of my head, but they just sort of, they started poking fun about at it. And the counter to that is, Oh, well, what catalog would you want them to walk out of? And I'm, I'm, it's so cringeworthy. And, those of you listening are like, oh, Chris, Chris, it's 2010. It was a different time. That was 11 years ago that they could have possibly figured out what they said was wrong and mm. fixed it, but they haven't. Yeah. And it was not okay back then. I don't think we just realized how not okay it was. And so I saw this video to the gay and I'm like, oh my God, this is just nuts. There won't be any change until there's some repercussions to, you know, to what's going on until this suit continues and there's a verdict and some monetary punishment or something like that until heads will roll. Unfortunately, it'll keep being like that, not just at Blizzard, but other big companies like EA or Ubisoft, where we heard that there's a bunch of uh, uh, like toxic related environments and then stuff that's like, shouldn't be happening in these companies and until something comes of this suit this this law process once it's completed we won't see unfortunately a lot of change so that's why i think it's very important for for you know either it's a podcast or you have like a social platform to to stand behind you know the the complaints and and believe and be an ally and not be like dismissive or or like uh, accept whatever it is that you know, Blizzard is, is telling us. Well, and, and that sort of goes to what we've started to see more of, uh, Activision Blizzard employees had finally had enough and they were going to stage a walkout, um, essentially based on the, the handling of how the discrimination complaint and the sexual harassment lawsuit, um, uh, uh was, was received. Like they're, they're not only saying we don't agree, we think this is wrong, but we also feel that you need to deal with it now and, and act now. Um, so that news starts breaking today and, and interestingly enough, and I, I didn't really think of this at the time when we recorded our last episode, I sort of alluded to the fact that maybe, maybe if you were holding shares, you should reconsider that Mm -hmm. since that article was published uh, last week by Bloomberg law, um, the Activision Blizzard uh, share price has dropped considerably. In fact, it's dropped close to 9% since that article published last week, but if we look at simply today's open to close, and so this is Tuesday, obviously, when you listen on Wednesday or later on, the things may have changed. Um, the share price dropped 7% today, or 6 point to something, but close to 7%. And I feel that that lack of confidence or that action where, where people were divesting themselves of these shares, or at least not bidding on them to, to, to generate value, is what potentially really shook the organization to the core because we suddenly started to see responses. 
the first response came from the World of Warcraft team, where they not only shared that uh, they do understand there are issues that are that need to be resolved, not only within their their team, but within their game, and they're pledging to make those changes. Um, now, I don't know if we're going to see changes to in-game player characters, which were raised back in 2010. And the the gentleman that made most fun of it, um, I just sort of, I found the tweet here, was Alex Afrasiabi. I don't know if he's still with Activision Blizzard, and I could care less if he is, but he probably won't be for much longer. Um, considering that response, like heads, as you said, will need to roll. Um, but then they also went to say that uh, they're not going to go and punish those who are going to walk out and protest. In fact, they would pay team members for their time spent protesting, <laughs> as well as allowing leads and managers to participate without feeling, fearing professional repercussions, which was interesting. I mean, that, that's different. But then I part of me is wondering, is this performative? I don't know, but that's different. And then later today, uh, Activision Blizzard uh, CEO Bobby Kotick sent a letter to staff. Now, if you're wanting to to read that letter, it's publicly accessible. It's an investor release. In fact, at the bottom of the letter, it has the common cautionary note regarding forward-looking statements. It was published publicly so that investors can understand they're taking this issue seriously. Now, what is notable within this letter from Bobby Kotick is that one, it's they're acknowledging that it's been a difficult and upsetting week. No shiznit, Sherlock. It was upsetting and difficult the moment you got sued. And your response was political in nature can't be us. Yeah. Then your employees went and lit you up and you were like, oh, you know what? I want to recognize all of you for holding us accountable. Every voice matters. We'll do a better job of listening now and in the future. Now, I guess that's an acknowledgement of, yeah, we done screwed up and we weren't listening before. So let's, let's do a better job. And by the way, um, our response was tone deaf and I I'm, I'm summarizing, I'm paraphrasing. I'm applying probably tone where tone should not be applied. But again, I'm a little worked up by this, but he goes on to say that they've hired a, a law firm. Uh, Wilmer Hale to conduct a review of their policies. And then he quite explicitly states that if there are any repercussions to someone coming forth to the the review, um, that uh, retaliation will be tolerated. And uh, should uh, they determine through an evaluation of all managers and leaders across the company, that if anyone has unfeeded the integrity of the processes that they have for evaluating the claims, they'll be essentially terminated. And that I find interesting because they're not talking about, Hey, if we do this investigation and find out that there are actually, you know, people promoting misogyny, rape, culture, sexual assault and whatnot will be dealt with. But man, if, if someone comes down hard and someone who goes in and potentially shares that, Oh, they're right. like, you know, I, they're words. It's words on a piece of paper. It was put together because the PR storm. Yeah. It's really you gotta do something. And until we see tangible change, change that they can say, here's what we did, here's what we did not do, and here's what we're going to do to ensure this never happens again, I don't trust Bobby Kotick. And, um, I mean, whether it matters or not, the dude makes like $155 million. So, I'm sorry, you make that much money? It's almost like the... Buck stops with you, buddy. Almost like the Ready Set Pond annual uh, salary. 
Yeah, that's what I told. If I made one hundred and fifty-five million dollars, um, trust me, you'd have like hourly episodes. You'd hear my voice all the time. <laughs> I'd actually pay Omni. Yeah, Sam probably would have never left. I mean, it would have been a much different podcast. <sighs> Anyhow, um, as it stands, it'll be interesting to see over the next while um, what Activision Blizzard uh, continues to do or or not do, or what they say. I think they finally got the message. And whether it's a coincidence that their share price suddenly started getting hammered today, who knows? Um, we've also seen it, uh, Overwatch League teams, though, um, start to respond. Right. Murek Excel, uh, Excelsior had been the first to, to sort of respond uh, with sort of the performative uh, white text on black uh, uh, background. And then the San Francisco Shock yeah. uh, followed suit. There might be other teams um, as of recording right now. We have yet to hear anything from the Toronto Defiant or the Vancouver Titans. <laughs> Maybe the Vancouver Titans aren't even aware of, of that lawsuit going on, to be perfectly frank. Well, I mean, you'd think they would be, considering it's been a conversation in Vancouver Titans Discord. I've actually been watching mm-hmm. the two Discords. And in Titans Discord, there are some members of the community who are quite upset by this. But then there are some who are making some cavalier comments, um, potentially blaming victims. Which I'm sorry, uh, blaming ain't yeah. right. Victims are to be believed. And then the other thing as well, there's this sort of common refrain of innocent until proven guilty. This is not a court of law. <laughs> we are not the state or the crown. This is the court of public opinion. There is no innocence until proven guilty without a doubt. In fact, if you look at like civil trials, it's a balance of probabilities. And if you really need an example, OJ Simpson was found not guilty of murder. And yet the civil suit that sued him for murdering people was successful. So it's interesting how Uh, stuff like this happens, but unfortunately there's always that, that crowd and I'm being like completely sarcastic in here, but I love it when people just, you know, get angry about the consequences and not about the actions that led to them. But yeah, it's, it's the deal. Now, I mean, before our listeners go in and jump into Titans Court or Defiant Court or any other team Discord and start, you know, getting upset, understand that many of the team Discords and community Discords actually have very little to do with Activision Blizzard. Um, They might be connected to the team, but most of them are community run or community focused. The moderators that are involved are volunteers like they're the community i know in titan squad many of the mods there are members of the rsp community and and it's important to understand that the unfortunate aspect of the overwatch community and the overwatch league community and i'm i think it's fair to say this they're sometimes the lowest of the low and a discussion um that can take place will will ultimately go completely the wrong direction. Um, Liz Richardson had actually, you know, shared a comment on, on Twitter and I'm just going to read her tweet. I see people harassing the mods of large public team related discords for not allowing discussion about act Blizz. I don't blame them. If you know anything about the owl community, especially in a large space, discussions like this devolve into sexism, sexism plus victim blaming immediately. And it's that which I'm sorry is completely wrong. Now, if you come in RSP core, we are allowing a conversation, but the moment someone goes and blames the victim or becomes sexist or misogynist, you're done. 
I mean, I, I do not care. And again, this sort of goes to that point. If you're upset with me saying that, and you think that um, victim blaming is permissible, stop listening to our show. I don't want you as a listener. Agreed. Anyhow, again, I'm getting worked up. This, I said this last show, I'll say this show. We're not letting this one go. This will be something you're going to hear in, in essentially subsequent episodes until such time as Activision Blizzard gets their act together. And as the title of last week's show said, be better. So uh, this weekend, Vancouver Titans, Toronto Defiant are not in action. They both have a buy. Uh, the Toronto Defiant are in a better position going into the Countdown Cup, as we had uh, talked about last show with the playoff locations. The Vancouver Titans are watching teams ahead of them potentially get points, which then makes it much harder for the Titans to do what they need to do, which is run the table and hope for the best. Yeah. But uh, while they watch the action this weekend, uh, the two teams have sort of been somewhat active in social. I mean, again, the Defiant are always active in social. Um, the Toronto Defiant have a few contests going, but what's cool is the Toronto Defiant also have a 15% discount on uh, on their merch. Uh, different packages and, and fan packs are available. Uh, the Vancouver Titans have suggested that they've done their final restock of their jerseys, which is interesting because it's their first restock of the jerseys. Yeah, well, how final is final? Like, it's the last time we're ever going to see this is these particular players maybe uh well but that's the thing is the jerseys they're selling don't even have player um <laughs> oh that's right that's right that's right like maybe they're rebranding next year maybe there is no extra i don't know the yeah. vancouver titans are just a mess hmm. i mean i'm sure there are some people uh that work internally that are working hard and they're giving it they're all but from my cheap seats on the outside looking in uh, it's a mess and if that's unfair I'm more than willing to have someone come onto the show and talk to us and tell us how wrong we are and give us that insight. It's just not the Titans brand to do that. Um, I didn't mention this and I should actually, um, I just thought of it earlier when I had said we hadn't heard from the Defiant or the Titans. Well, we have not officially heard from the Defiant on the Activision Blizzard uh, uh, lawsuit. Fran has uh, publicly uh, shared that she is quite frustrated um, and is in a difficult position. And I think that's the difficult thing is you have content creators, um, you know, such as Fran, who is a really good person. Um, she's phenomenal in this position where now she has to sort of look at her career and, and make potentially difficult decisions. If she doesn't want anything to do with it, well, that that's her job. So right. uh, there are a lot of people, including again, the employees themselves. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know what there is that we can do here as a show, but it, it's good to see someone like Fran speak up. Um, in fact, uh, it, it reinforces, uh, how, how highly I think of her. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, that's it for the payload. Uh, nothing much else that, uh, there is to share at least yeah. about the Titans of the Defiant. And Not a lot of news for them. Don't we get a bye week whenever the Titans and the Defiant like skip a week? Well, I mean, we should, but we've never <laughs> taken one. And in fairness, this is the first time both teams got one. So, yeah. All right. Let's, know. let's do it then. Catchphrase. See you next week. <laughs> well, while, while Omni takes off, I'm going to go and solo the fray. <laughs>
As we said uh, earlier, the Overwatch League is back in action. Uh, the Countdown Cup is underway. Uh, hero bans are in place. Technically, it's a new meta, mm-hmm. we think. Um, but uh, without the Titans or or Defiant Plane, I don't know how interested I am in watching. And that, I mean, I think has a, a lot to do with how I feel about Activision Blizzard. Um, the fact that I think I'm, I'm getting worn out by the, the number of weeks I've gone without watching the two teams I enjoy watching. Like I watch Overwatch League action and I found many of the stage playoffs to have been entertaining, but it's just not, a, it's not must see entertainment for me right now. Yeah. There is some novelty, of course, with, uh, the hero pulls coming in, but I get it. Like the, it's already the the fourth and the final uh, stage. It, it it it's not as novel or as exciting as it was before. Maybe yeah. with uh, do, do do they have uh, home stands this uh, upcoming week? Like uh, live this events? week, no, no. That, only that I'm, later. If, if they do, I haven't heard of any this week, but. Sure. Um, like the, the the homestand obviously generates some pop um, that adds the fan uh, noise and it sort right. of makes it more of an event. Um, but I, even if, even with that experience, I still feel like it's a disconnected one. Like it's, it's not, it's not the same. It's nice to see, but it's still not the same because it's so one-sided. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have teams together. It'll obviously be different once the playoffs um, kick off, uh, and you have, have the double elim and then the actual grand final where they still plan on having people, um, which will again be interesting to see if that's a case in a month's time, considering the way, uh, uh, transmission rates for, for COVID are going in, yeah. in Canada and the United States, but maybe things can get, uh, tied down. Uh, but this weekend, uh, action kicks off on Friday afternoon, 12 noon Pacific, 3 PM Eastern when the Dallas will take on the Paris eternal followed by mm-hmm. the Houston outlaws at Washington justice, not bad games um, on Friday. No, but I think Paris, I think is hard up against Dallas. Yeah. I mean, Paris has been playing well, but Dallas is the strong team here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Houston, sometimes good, sometimes not Washington. <laughs> uh, it's a coin flip. They're similar in that really regard. Match. Yeah. Right. It might be, or it might be one-sided. True. Or it could be a whoever decides game. to show up. Yeah. Uh, fast forward to the wee hours of the morning, 2 a.m. Pacific, 5 a.m. Eastern, the Hangzhou Spark. Take on the Seoul Dynasty, followed by the New York Excelsior and the Los Angeles Valiant. Do we get an and encore? Rock- Hell yeah. Yeah. And uh, Philly <laughs> Fusion Shanghai Dragons at 5 a.m. Uh, 8 a.m. Uh, Eastern. I, you know, you know, we figured this out. New York, LA, totally. That's the encore match. Taysomday wants would- to watch it in, like during the day, so. You know, I maybe yeah, maybe it's the New York fans, like New York Excelsior. At least they have a team from New York that hasn't been in New York for more than a year. Um, yeah. Philly Fusion obviously made the move. Like, I, we don't know what next season will be like if there's a next season, but if this local team uh, function needs to exist, I don't think it does the league any benefit to have North American teams playing an entire season. Yeah, in 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 the Asian region, definitely. Um, 
I understand from a balance perspective, something needs to happen, but uh, New York has, and Philly have, I think, strong fan bases. Yeah. But if Philly's building an uh, esports specific stadium, I would imagine they want their team to, to actually use it. Um, Mm -hmm. LA Valiant, gosh, I mean that, if there's one thing that the LA Valiant can uh, hang their hat on is that they made the Vancouver Titans reckoning look like a hiccup <laughs> depends on who you ask but i agree personally well, i you, sure i know there are a lot of people who are really upset yeah. with the vancouver titans but are there any valiant fans mm. like i i genuinely i i like maybe there are maybe there there are and i'm i'm just being too hard on the team but i the only thing i see and i search i try to find this is people trolling the team or former fans. So, yeah. Anyway, um, on Saturday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, the Boston Uprising are back in action. They take on the Paris Eternal, followed by the Atlanta Rain, LA Gladiators, and wrapping mm-hmm. up Saturday are the Dallas Field San Francisco Shock, which Ooh. this should be a good match. This could be a match that tells us whether or not the Shock are either able to. Are they in trouble? Yeah, stabilizer. Are they in the downward uh, downward swing? Like they, rain Glad's also a good one. Yeah, I know, but I think I feel the rain like Rain Glad's is more of an even match. Right, right. There's I think more. There's a number of different narratives with the fuel shock matchup. Sure. Um, where with how you know we look at the San Francisco Shock, um, they've been the team to beat, and now they're the team getting beat. Mm-hmm. No Lucio as well, so maybe. We'll see the Twilight Violet, uh, Violet uh, lineup cool. again, and uh, no moth in uh, L.A. in uh, against the uh, the right. rain, huh? unless yeah. they go Farmer's which is also a viable yeah, true, choice. True. Uh, we hours in the morning at, uh, on Sunday, two a.m. Pacific, five a.m. Eastern. Soul Dynasty uh, will slap around the L.A. Valiant for a few maps. The uh, Shanghai Dragons take on the New York Excelsior, and then uh, wrapping up the uh, Asia Bracket weekend is the Hangzhou Spark and Philadelphia Fusion. Hmm. Uh, that is uh, not the encore. No, you get Shanghai, New York, because I think now, like I'm looking at New York, New York. Yeah, uh, they're looking at the New York fans. Yeah. So uh, there's some hierarchy there. Uh, wrapping up the weekend though at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. Atlanta Rain take on the Houston Outlaws, San Francisco Shock, and the Boston Uprising, and the LA Gladiators and Washington Justice. Cool. Outlaws Rain should be okay. I mean, yeah. the Outlaws. Who shows up? And uh, we didn't expect much from the previous Boston versus San Francisco game, but well, we yeah, all saw how man, that turned up. I got, I got a soft spot for Boston. I truly do. That you do. I just. It's it it it's difficult for me to go and choose Boston to beat the Shock. Right. I could I could probably I could choose Boston to beat a lot of teams. I just don't know if the Shock are on that list yet. But that said, if you let me watch the Shock play the Fuel first, I might have a better idea. Or not? <laughs> Who knows? Really, sure. at this point. Um. As far as Pickums, there is no update since the last episode because there's been no league action. Just make sure that you get your uh, Overwatch uh, League Pickums yeah. locked in. I'll try not to uh, forget before, this time. Uh, before Friday noon. Uh, and if you haven't done so yet, it is not too late to join the RSP Pickums board. Just search for Ready, Set, Pwn in the Overwatch League Pickums site. 
join the leaderboard and uh, we can tell you how you do against Omni, who seems to think he is uh, omniscient. Yeah, only my, my weakness is only not saving my picks. That's true. And I, in fairness, I suffer from the same weakness <laughs> myself. Uh, and last but not least in the game uh, is uh, the uh, Overwatch Summer Game still in progress. New skin for those that are playing. I know there are a number of you who are not playing games right now simply to um, do your part to uh, showcase support for for those that are, are unfortunately suffering and victims of the, the misogyny, sexual assault, the the, the rape culture that exists at the Nactum Militia. But if there are those of you who are still playing, there is a skin to be had with X number of wins. I think it's like uh, 18 wins or what have you, or something like that. I don't know. It's no longer as easy as you get like nine wins. You get it. Uh, maybe it is nine wins. I don't know. It's just, it's all based on points. One point for a, ma- a match, two points for a win. Oh, and some late breaking Overwatch League news. The uh, Hangzhou Spark have uh, uh, turned uh, Liege into a two-way player. Mm-hmm. So he'll be playing for both the Spark and uh, the Academy. The LG. Mm-hmm. And, I think so. Um, they have also announced that uh, head coach uh, Only Wish has joined uh, from the Academy team has joined the Spark as an assistant coach. Mm. Now. I get that because obviously they parted ways with an assistant coach, but do they, they don't have a head coach right now since they let Andante go. I don't know. Maybe Gushue now uh, <laughs> runs the show. Yeah. Anyhow. Um, but yeah, that just, uh, just came in here as, uh, as we are recording, but uh, it's, it's a funny team always. Like I'm not really interested in the spark, but they usually generate so much like moves and then and, and news. It's odd like that. Yeah. Well, also, I, mean, I might now recall that some other podcaster or uh, Avril uh, named him Liga at one of his. Uh, Liga? Maybe. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I'm more than happy to be, uh, <laughs> be corrected here. So that's uh, that's it for our show. Uh, short. It's sweet. Obviously, hasn't been a whole Warm. lot of time since our last episode. Um, not a whole lot going on in the world of the Vancouver Titans and the Toronto Defiant. Uh, so we just have an Overwatch League weekend without them to, to pay attention to. Uh, we'll get back into the full swing of things with a longer episode next week uh, when we preview the Titans and Defiant matches. The Defiant have a chance to punch a playoff play-in ticket or potentially a playoff ticket, though I think the math isn't in their favor to do that. Uh, the Vancouver Titans, though, while they're not mathematically eliminated... Let's just say that uh, they're in overtime. The payload is a meter away from the point, and the opposition team just got a team kill. So it's not over, but the timer is going to run out. Mm-hmm. It's ticking away. Yeah. Um, Florida Mayhem going dark on all platforms uh, tomorrow, which would be today in solidarity with the, the walkout. So there's a, another team uh, speaking up. Cool. So good to see um if you've reached this point of the show and you still don't yet subscribe to it please do so uh we're obviously in every podcast application out there and if we're not so you can find us at readysetpone.com and see all the ones that you can listen to us in that's it if you find one that we're not let me know and i'll fix that 
You can find us on Twitter at Ready, Set, Pwn. We have a Facebook page that we never update at facebook.com slash Ready, Set, Pwn. And then Instagram, which you haven't used in a while because there just haven't been events to share pictures at. That's at Ready, Set, Pwn on Instagram. No TikTok yet. I just, <laughs> I don't know how, how we, I mean, we could do that one uh, right now where it's like the the mom and dad is like, um, yeah, I want uh, a pizza hut and it could be like the Toronto, we have like the Toronto <laughs> defiant and the Vancouver Titans. And then we show like our new logo. And- I feel like if we open a TikTok because we're so far behind something else new will pop up and that's already will be like a, the old news. Well, there's the, uh, the overwatch, uh, general chat version, uh, toxic. <laughs> yeah. Well, we are on MySpace, right? So you can find us yeah. there. Send us a message on ICQ and, and MSN messenger. Uh-huh. Man, so um, I don't know if you saw the sign of a uh, night uh, a club. I was gonna say it's a it's a strip club for, for no, <laughs> an adult no adult. Uh, uh, it, it, it's called the Penthouse. It's here in Vancouver, and their signboard changes. And right now, it's like, do you remember ICQ? No, have your ID ready. It's <laughs> a good one. Um, Meaning, I don't need to, and maybe it's not that funny anymore <laughs> hey i still remember my number on icq no i don't i don't Four three five six six three five. that's pretty good i don't know why i remember oh, you, that you got the short number too nice well it's, it's early like, adopter I have, the, I have the seven digit i i there are people who have a six digit that i i know and it's like how the heck did you get that because like i mean i'm old i started using the internet the moment i got to uh, to college. Um, obviously the internet had been around a little bit longer prior to that. Um, but I'd like to think I was an early adopter, but no, no, I only, I got seven, not six. Huh. So I wonder if there's any outstanding messages on ICQ. I should check. <laughs> Probably from ghosts of the past. It's been 30 years. I, the, okay. The fact that ICQ is still around blows my mind. Is it? Yeah. I just wow. don't understand who uses it. Well, you can now uh, look into that. Is MSN Messenger still around? No, it's uh, it was like it, it merged it with like uh, it was Live Messenger, and then when they bought out Skype, it became like it it was discontinued, and now it's all Teams. So yeah, because like I remember I had to I used Trillion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which had me puts them all together. To log into to ICQ, Yahoo Messenger, AIM, right, um, right. Which was America Online Instant Messenger, uh, MSN Messenger, like essentially uh, Reddit too. I could yeah. not Reddit. Um, what am I thinking of? IRC. Yeah. Which was I mean that's that's another thing. I wonder how many people here are like IRC. I'm like I said, I, think of it's like it was like Reddit for for boomers. Yeah, I, I used to call it Merck. You could download um, lots of stuff there too, but I think if I memory serves me correct, Merck was the, one of the the client, yeah, clients, right? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But IRC, I, I was a little kid. That's how I knew it. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah I know you're not as old as as, as I am. Yeah, but uh, what final words of wisdom do you have for uh, all of our listeners there on me? Kind of a throwback, actually. Unlike June, which wasn't named after Junius Caesar, July was in fact named after. Julius Caesar. Oh, is this true? <laughs> it is. Oh, okay. I, I, I mean, heck, I, I turn in for the the hot takes, and I, I leave with the 
the uh, the educations. I mean, it's a it's a win win in my books. Uh, I'm gonna reuse one that I've talked about before. Uh, drink water. Drink lots of water. Good idea. In fact, when drinking water, it's better to take a few sips every few minutes than giant gulps. Why? Because it allows for your body to not only absorb the the water, but it ensures that your body can put it to use. When you gulp so much, your body's like, oh my goodness, it's a flood. And next thing you know, you're getting more exercise than probably you wanted. How about taking a huge gulp every few minutes? I don't know. (laughs) I mean, just drink water. And then, you know, like, so basic drink water. Yeah. Um, the, the, the moderate level. So as you, you go from bronze into silver, that's when you start taking the sips and gulps, whatever, a few minutes. And then, you know, if you're GM, you, you're actually like micro dosing nonstop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah. But uh, if you want more of these great ideas, make sure you tune in again next week. So on behalf of Omni at Omni Strip, myself, Chris at Lightforce, going to sign mm-hmm. off. Finally, catchphrase. Thank you.